0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Radio Free HPC. This is the show where we talk about supercomputing, high-performance computing, and other tech topics. I'm Dan Olds, joined as always by our co-hosts, Henry Newman from Seagate Government Solutions, Shaheen Khan from Orion X, and Jesse Lanham, our millennial standout co-host. Now let's get to the show. Hello, everyone out there. This is Dan Olds, and this is Radio Free HPC coming at you with a new episode. As always, we've got Jesse Lanham out there. How you doing, Jesse?
1: Hello, hello. I'm doing okay.
0: That's good. Shaheen Khan down in the valley. Excellent. I didn't ask you how you were doing yet.
1: <laughs> we're just happy he's here. I
0: was
2: praising your performance.
0: You anticipated. You're supposed to
1: say present. And
0: Henry hasn't even been introduced, and here
1: you are talking. And Henry's here, too. Now the show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Henry's here, too. That's great. Henry's probably not under snow
2: right now, right? Not till tomorrow night. Six inches of snow, 41. Nice. How many days till Las Cruces? 41.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. 41. I thought you you were saying 41 inches after
2: that, too. No, six Six inches. inches. 41 inches of
0: snow. Six and then 41.
2: Six inches of snow. 17 Fahrenheit, 41 days left in Minnesota.
0: They must be ramming the earth for your walls to beat the band down there.
2: The rammed earth was long done, Dan. We're we're on to other things.
1: Remind me why we don't have a Henry Countdown widget on the website.
2: Yeah, we should do that. Well, we do have
0: time for it since us, along with everyone else in the world, are on kind of a uh, lockdown because of the coronavirus.
3: We're all cooped up and cozy.
0: We are. So how's that going for everybody? How's your, I know I'm going to say for sure that Henry's larder is stocked. <laughs> the pantry is full. The pantry is full.
2: Actually, it was not until this morning because we were getting ready to move and I was getting everything out. Ah, okay.
0: Well, and I was at the store early today and things were coming back except bread. Seems like interesting. bread was big run on it. Big run on bread. And Jesse, of course, you're back home, right?
1: Yep. I'm with my parents.
0: So you're leaving all those worries to them?
1: Yes. Spending my time building my mother some garden steps. Oh, nice. Yes. We're being productive in isolation. Use screws, not nails. Oh, yeah. No, they're like concrete. Oh, okay. Okay. You're pouring some concrete? Well, we're going to see. We're still doing measurements and stuff like that. And we have to like level everything. So we're still in the initial stages.
0: I like the idea
1: of you pouring some
0: concrete
1: mother wants a garden mother's gonna get the garden seeing that i'm here for a hot minute
3: yeah that's great well done
0: i like that i like that it's not it wouldn't be much it's maybe four six bags depending on how many Yeah well, so
1: we'll, we'll keep you updated we yeah. might we might ditch it we might not it's under development
0: take some pictures we'll do so the world of supercomputing is of course affected by this but as henry said in our pre-call Every supercomputer in the world, or at least in the U.S., is working on the virus,
3: right?
2: Mm -hmm. At least every open science supercomputer I'm aware of is.
3: Well, Oak Ridge's system was also allocated significantly to the research. Yes. Yes. And they've identified a number of compounds that can thwart the advance. So it's all really good and hopefully one of them is going to hit the target or more.
0: Yeah, it cranked through 8000 different compounds within a couple of days.
3: Mhm. There was another article Henry you sent it around that something like 29000 papers are written already and it'd be good for somebody to go through all of them and how AI could help.
2: Right, there actually was 26000 just to be exact because oh. sorry to correct you but
0: so there've been 26000 academic papers written about the virus, right?
2: Well, it's unclear from the article whether it's about Corona viruses in general or COVID 19. And that was unclear. It's uh,
1: kind of a big spectrum. That's a pretty big, big
0: bucket.
2: Ch- chicken pox. Well, if you write an article about the flu virus, well.
0: It is actually 29,000,
2: Henry. See, I am over 60. This is why I go to the grocery store at 6 o'clock.
1: <laughs> Those are his <laughs> shopping hours.
3: Yeah. But that's because he thought it's 9 o'clock. <laughs>
2: No, no, no! Shopping hours from six to seven for people over sixty.
0: You just have to get a jump on the day.
2: Yep.
1: Henry falls hey. into the age group where folks like Gen Zers are supposed to ask you if you would like me to go get your groceries for you. <laughs> I'm here for you, yeah, Henry. But you're not going
0: to get. You're not going to get the right brand of stew I love <laughs> Very true. How did Until you know? much
1: for him to crack. <laughs> How did
0: you know, Dan? I'm just saying, I'm coming up on that number, too. And so uh, I've got some insight. You let me know, Dan,
1: if you need some prune juice. (laughs) I will.
0: I will. Uh, Back to the the thread. Back to the thread. Back
2: to the thread. What Um, I was going to say was, even if it is about the coronavirus, just as if you have the influenza virus family and different variants of it, there is still things to be learned. If it's not, I would believe, it's not just this specific variant of the the, of the virus sure
0: and what surprises me is first of all that there's that many papers out because that's a lot yeah
3: it's not like that many tweets
0: no no i don't think i could write more than five or six articles in that amount of time but the other thing is that if someone has good results on this why isn't that just rising to the top
2: naturally don't know I don't know enough about the papers and the analysis, but it could be just observation information, Dan. It might not be what you're thinking. It
3: takes a long time for it to all coalesce into some insight. Yeah. And they are accelerating a whole lot of activity to the extent possible. But they were saying that even if all of this goes well, an actual vaccine won't probably be available until 2021. They are also working on antibodies that would be faster to market, and that's how one guy described it as you're giving the body a fish rather than teaching it how to fish, which will be good. Yeah,
0: you're pulling plasma from a survivor.
3: That's in addition to that other... Well, that's in addition to that. Yeah, yeah, that one is all simulation-based, and apparently that's what they did with Ebola and Zika.
2: Oh. Ah, okay.
3: And they were able to do it relatively quickly, and then they're also getting to some compounds and some foods that tend to help. So really a lot of activity. Folding at home is doing a whole bunch of...
0: That's what I was just going to bring up.
3: Oak Ridge National Lab Summit Supercomputer has been allocated. Precision Medicine is coming to the fore. This is really HPC's opportunity, and really, we need science, and that's where it's at.
1: So, folding at home. Tell,
3: oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was,
1: just, I was just about to say, what is folding at home for folks that don't know about it? Folding at home.
2: Henry's using it. Is I'm doing it. Yeah, Henry, you want to talk about? No, uh, yeah, I, what are you talking? I'm about? doing it on both my home, my upstairs system, and my new laptop. And what is it? What
0: folding at home is? Is it's the same kind of distributed computing stuff you know, scavenging cycles from I think folding at home is more than 100,000 computers now, but it's for disease research that simulates protein folding and drug design and molecular dynamics. Ooh, okay, cool. Yeah. And you sign up for it pretty much just like you'd sign up for SETI. And it's about 100 petaflops, they figure. And that's as of
2: March. Well, I think it's grown quite rapidly over the last... Couple days.
0: Yeah. And it's a great thing. I'm a little wondering what the result is because I think that that really depends on what they're trying to do. If they're not taking the cycles in the right direction, then is it really worth anything? Well, I mean, what are they cranking out?
2: They actually, you can go to the site and they have a lot of examples of successes after success after success. Oh, great. For diseases and cancer. And you really should go to the site. And if you're, you have questions, just like anything you're going to donate to, this is donating. You're donating power, you're donating your computer cycles and things like that. You should. If I throw Cyclops into the fray,
0: Henry, that's going to make a significant difference more than your little wind up toy you have.
2: Not my upstairs computer, Dan. It's pretty beefy. You're upstairs. Right. It's not Cyclops, but it's, it's not a wind up toy. <laughs> well, it's not a Mac. Right? I'm
0: not, I'm not sure he... It's better than that. Running it on a glorified garage door opener.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: garage door opener with an OS. Hey, you know, there is an OS for that. I have, you know. Is there? I'm sure there is. Definitely. Besides Artos, there's also Linux variants.
0: Thank you for the tangent. But yeah, I think folding at home is a great thing to do. That would be fantastic for all of us. We also have some ideas, or at least I do, as part of... Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for that sound. The catch of the week for what people can do while they're home. At least that's
2: what mine is.
0: You have a catch, Henry?
2: I do. Uh, Mine is really kind of a negative catch.
0: How surprising coming from you. (laughs) Usually the font of of lighthearted
1: fun. I was like, why did he preface that? We know this. I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's
0: noon. The sun's up.
1: Okay. (laughs) Go ahead, Henry.
2: I don't think Dan wants me to go ahead. Anyway, it was an article in the register that was really kind of shook my faith in humanity about the fact that a new group of hackers is going after people in the medical field because currently in this day and age, because they have a lot of information and they're tired and they think they can go attack them. It just shook my whole faith in humanity. Oh, jeez, I
3: mean, That is absolutely That's terrible.
2: horrible. It really is. So, wow. Uh, I don't want to say anything else. It was just it was very upsetting to me.
0: Yeah, no, I can understand that. And those are the kind of people whose homes should be broken into and have all of their toilet paper purloined.
1: <laughs> Support Dan's vigilante squad. Yes,
0: yes. I will be putting together the goon squads. Uh, Shaheen, you got anything?
3: I do, yes. So I was reading Inside HPC, and I want to point out Professor James Mickens who is at Harvard University and I think wins the award for the best title of a talk that I have seen in a good while. Software-defined microarchitecture, an arguably terrible idea, but certainly not the worst idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I would like to use that for one of my presentations. I think you got it, yes. (laughs) Arguably not the worst presentation ever. But could be. <laughs>
3: That's right. Yeah. So Rich has got his video from the conference that he spoke at, and I will let you go read it, but it is pretty awesome.
0: Excellent. That's insidehpc.com. Okay. Jesse.
1: Yeah. So for my catch of the week, Globus is giving out free subscriptions to any institution or researchers that are doing coronavirus research. Oh,
3: good. Oh, excellent.
1: Yes. So we will have the link somewhere and there's just a little online form about what you do, where you work for, that sort of stuff. And then they'll contact you and get that set up for you.
0: And I think like Microsoft is making all of their collaboration tools free as well. And I think some others too. That is
2: correct. I knew about Microsoft.
3: I think they all have some sort of a discount or freebie going on. Zoom, I heard, yeah. was giving it away to K-12s. through Oh, that's good. WebEx has some big special going. So it's really nice to see that.
0: And, you know, that leads me to a question that Shaheen answered earlier in the week, but I want to get Henry to weigh in on this just to make sure. Not that I'm checking up, Shaheen, but I think Henry might have a better handle on it. Sure. With everybody going online at once, schools, K through 12, universities, everybody who can telecommute is telecommuting. We have enough bandwidth for this? Probably not. It will probably be. Oh, Shaheen lied to me. Shaheen said we did.
2: I sure dude. We probably don't have enough bandwidth. A lot of it depends on where your data is that you're working. I've already heard issues from a couple of customers this morning that I'm working with, and they couldn't get in because they don't, were not enough VPN connections. So there's configuration issues, there's bandwidth issues, and there's data flow issues. So Shaheen, I don't agree.
3: No, I'm not disputing that there might be bottlenecks some place in that whole stack. But the idea was that the capacity is there.
2: I don't agree. All right.
0: Is this something you could maybe uh, keep track of while we're in this
2: phase? Let me just say why I don't agree. If you're working in an office, you've got a dedicated network between you and all your coworkers. If you're working at home everybody's going through their internet service provider at home yeah. and communicating through that. It doesn't make any sense that it's possible. There's no logic here. It's kind of like talking to my father. It's not logical. Mm. That's my opinion. Well, let's, Henry, can you keep an eye on this a little bit, Henry? I will do my best in my copious free time. <laughs> that's right.
0: You're not going to be on planes, dude. I actually have work to
2: do. I know that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, on that cordial note. No, well, wait, I don't get a catch of the week? Is that what you're saying, Gene? Do you have a catch of the week? I do. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Well, okay. (laughs) One of the things that I've been kind of investigating, and this all came from watching a documentary called AlphaGo or about AlphaGo, is the game of Go.
2: Mm. Oh, Go. I love Go.
0: It's 4,000 years old. You love Go? We should play Go.
2: No, I'm not good. I haven't played... It's like harder than chess, isn't it? It's way harder than chess.
0: It's way harder than chess, chess, but the rules are way simpler than chess. That's the really cool thing. It's on a board that's 19 by 19, although there are smaller ones. It's where you put down black and white stones. All you're trying to do is surround the other person, but there are strategies and deeper strategies and techniques and tactics. And what I'm posting up here is uh, some Go exercises for people to get to learn it. And there's an online community where you can get a game anytime you want. It's a very cool thing. There's also uh, Go simulators. But the AlphaGo thing was a supercomputer that for the first time beat a grandmaster, the number one ranked Go player in the world. And this took much longer than Deep Blue because, According to the folks in the documentary and everything, I've seen the number of combinations on a Go board are greater than the number of all the atoms in our galaxy, which is... Really? Yeah, it's 19 to the 19th. Hmm. That's a
1: lot, Jesse. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It just sounded like an internet fact, you know, so we just had to sit there and digest it a minute.
0: Well, you know, as Abraham Lincoln said, (laughs) you can't believe everything on the internet.
1: Exactly.
2: Yes.
0: But... I encourage everybody to do that. Henry, you and I should play Go. I think that'd be good. If you ever had free time.
2: I don't have free time. When I
1: retire. And Shaheen and I can heckle from the
2: sidelines. When I retire. That would be great.
0: That would be fantastic. And on that note, let's go ahead and call this an episode of Radio Free HPC. Given that the coronavirus situation, we're going to try and come back at you with more new content a little bit more frequently. Because uh, we want to keep our listeners well informed and maybe even entertained a little bit. All 16 of you.
1: Potentially entertained. But <laughs> We yeah, try.
0: Yeah, we're using that word in the loosest <laughs> sense possible. But thank you for listening. We're out here. If you've got any sort of feedback or if you want to give us some ideas about how to while away the time while you're cooped up, drop us a line at podcast at Radio Free HPC or on Twitter at radio free hpc thank you for listening and talk to y'all soon stay safe bye-bye thank you for listening to this episode of radio free hpc and as a quick note the views and opinions of henry newman are his and do not reflect any policy or position of seagate government solutions or seagate technology thank you for listening